goth mom podcast the podcast for the aging punks goths emos and all the other alt weirdos and this is my producer and my amazing husband jesse what up what up goth dads no i'm not really host of the kygy2k podcast for all your millennial nostalgia needs kevin smith Ernest goes to camp and other no, pretty much just those two things. Uh, KYG Y2K podcast. Check it out. <laughs> so, yeah. And this is basically going to be an introduction to my nude po- new. I said nude. My new, po- <laughs> my nude podcast, <laughs> um, which, as I said, is for all you all weirdos out there. Um, so, basically, this concept came about because... At an old job I had, I became friends with a Gen Xer who definitely had her shit together, but also loved Nine Inch Nails. So I would describe her to Jesse when I came home and I was like, yeah, you know, Claire's like my goth mom and just ran with it. So this actually started before I was a mother, which I now am. So I'm now also a goth mom. Um, but yeah, that was basically how it started, the concept of this. And I've been talking about having a podcast for, what would you say, two uh, years? At, at least about uh, about a year, because I feel like mine's been running almost over two years. And, you know, wanted to bring you into the fold, because when you were on my episodes, you were did very well. Thank you. It was definitely while we were in the old apartment. Definitely. So it had to be over a year. Um, so yeah, I just had to actually sit my ass down and finally do it. So here we are. Um, just want to give you an idea of where the podcast is going to go, what you can expect when you come here. Um, besides, you know, just open arms for whatever type of weirdo you are. Um, so yeah, basically, we're going to be talking music movies, fashion, embarrassing things we did in high school and in the name of our alternative lifestyles. You can find it all here. So, yeah. Where where did I start? How did you... <laughs> how did you... Would you like to hear about when I was born or when I was born into the night, as I like to say it? Name that quote. What's it from? Dracula? You call yourself a goth mom. What is uh, that? No, that's um, Interview with the Vampire when he's, uh, you know, do I tell you Davy Crockett, I am born, I grew up, or do I tell you when I was born into darkness? Okay, to be fair, I did say vampire movie that I alternatively love, so I was I was on. Yeah. Speaking of alternative love, you ever seen Interview with the Vampire lately? Gay! I mean... Even when it wasn't, even if you haven't seen it lately, it's pretty gay. I loved that movie as a terrified homophobic teenager, and I didn't pick up on the gay. Actually, really? I, I mean, I'm sure I thought. You, you know what it is? You got to keep in mind. It takes place in New Orleans, colonial New Orleans, and you know what has a lot of overlap in that period: gay and French. Yes. So. Yes. 
But yeah, I love that movie. Great movie. Did we just watch that? Uh, we just watched it recently, and they just started a TV show with a uh, with Grey Worm. Grey Worm. Whoop whoop. Go go listen to our Game of Thrones podcast on KYGY2K. We never finished. Yeah, we still got season <laughs> eight. We're leaving season eight undone, hoping that like another season eight will come one day. It's uh, it, we'll leave you in suspense. Yes. But yeah, why don't you tell us uh, your own particular? No two goths start the same. What? Tell us how you started. What uh, of these subgenres are you into? Actually, you know what? Let's let's do a quick lightning round response. Okay, j- j- I like j- it. Just to make you anxious. Okay, great. Um, on a scale of one to five, one being the least, five being the highest, I am going to name numerous alternative uh, subsets, and you tell me how particularly interested. Or where you think you rate on it. For example, if I were to say punk, you would rate yourself. Um, maybe a three. Oh, I would have put you at at least a four. A four? Yeah, okay. If you ran around in a scene going to shows and dating fucking losers, then yes, that's a five in the punk scene. For for a girl. All right. Uh name name the show. Goth. Name a show? No, no, no. I mean, uh, name of the show, Goth. Where would you say? Where would you, what would you rank yourself as a, an expert on Goth? Or having oh, lived Goth is probably more three or four. And that one, I would agree because, as we discussed in an earlier take, uh, you know, I, I've dated a lot of alternative girls in my life, but meeting you, you seemed more on the normal side. And that's basically what the show is about. Like, how do you maintain? your rebellious, uh, interesting edge while also having your shit together. Right. I was going to say, yeah, interesting. Like, I guess it d- it's when you met me because that definitely would not have been the case. And for those of you who do not know me in person, I'm pretty covered in tattoos. Oh, yeah. Um, I, in my younger years, had crazy hair all the time. I don't think I saw my natural hair color for about 10 years. So, yeah, it's funny that, like, you see me as, like, being the normal side of things. But th- there's no, uh, oh, well, maybe, maybe we should put a fatwa on this right oh, away. God. I would not say you were anywhere near the P word, the P word being a poser. You weren't. Poser. You weren't a cheerleader girl who, like, you know, your parents got divorced and you were goth for a summer. Although you were a cheerleader. I was a cheerleader. <laughs> but I'm a cheerleader. Um so, yeah, I would say, but yeah, these are all, none of these things are things you like dipped your toe in. They are very much a part, they were a part of your young life and now they're a part of your older life. Yes. And as, as you're doing the lightning round, I would say I would span a good variety of what, of the various alt genres. Mm. So, so we got four for punk, three for goth. Uh, where are you at for emo? I'd say I'm more of a three or a two. Yeah. Again, on there is much like there is a sexuality spectrum and a gender spectrum. There is definitely a spectrum where one side is more emo, the other side is more goth. Yeah. If you've seen the South Park episode, as they try to explain the difference over and over again. I don't even think I listened to the entirety of the Black Parade until I met you. I'm I'm glad I could usher you. Great album. Yeah. But yeah. Um, metal. I would say a two or a three. You're getting more into it now. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Girls aren't supposed to be metal. <laughs> um, no. It depends on the metal because I was very into, mm-hmm. um, like, uh, I mean, I wouldn't classify new metal, but like I did like, like Deftones mm-hmm. and Linkin Park before I met you. Right. And yeah. I feel like that's the kind that obviously everyone can listen to anything or whatever. 
But uh, yeah, as a young man in my teens or 20s, it was very frustrating because like if you were into metal and you dress, I, thankfully, I always went like the Metallica route of like very blue collar, like jeans, boots, T-shirts. Uh, I had long hair for some chunks, not a lot. I didn't have like a fucking battle vest. Like, you know, you've gone to fucking, uh, what's it called? The happy birthday, happy birthday Ray's. bar. Yeah. yeah, Ray's happy birthday bar. And there's a guy with like 50 fucking patches on his denim. <laughs> so metal. Okay. Going to throw you a curveball here. Oh. Because it's not his music. Well, okay. And not God, so say. I was going to say, so like you had asked about not to like deviate too far from this. But you asked about origins before, and it's interesting because, like, we we were just, like, I would say I really got into this because I was very close to my cousin who was five years older than me. But at, like, seven, eight, nine years old, I was hanging out with her a lot. And, like, she was, like, really cool, shopped at Hot Topic and, like, listened to, like, all this, like, cool, scary music and, like, I was so young hanging out with her, I didn't really know the difference between punk and new metal. And as I got older, like, I realized, oh, she was, like, a new metal kid. And now that I've met you, I'm like, oh, you would, you two would have been in the same scene. Yeah. Like, that's- Did she have, uh, on a new metal girl, did she have a pierced eyebrow? Um, no, but I did. <laughs> Very fitting. Uh, just to finish the thought, um, what I was going to say before with uh, being a metalhead guy looking for a metal girl, they really don't exist. Metal girls, I almost 100% of the time, are like they dated a boy in high school who got into metal and then they stayed together forever and hence they became metal. Interesting. Yeah, that is what happens. All right. I do like metal, just certain kinds. And, and you know what? That's honestly the better way to go about it where you, you're a fan of the music but you're not really in the culture. I'm certainly not in the scene, no. Exactly. Like if I mentioned to you, hey, check out this new album. Uh, by the band Infant Annihilator, you're not going to be like, oh, yeah, I have their demo. <laughs> no. All right. I'm going to throw you a curveball here because it's not just music-based. Uh, nerd. Um, uh, I would say like a four. Well, it depends what kind of nerd we're talking. And it's also tricky because nerd has been so co-opted by the mainstream via Marvel. And right, because like in that games. sense, I am not... In an anime sense, I'm not, which is very, like, all, mm. like, culture, I would say. But I would say I am pretty nerdy and on, like, a four to five scale when it comes to other things. What's your nerd shit? You read a lot? Classic nerd. Yes, I read Dying a lot. Breed. I read a lot. And if we want to get into the um, goth thing, I was very into gothic horror for a while, which I feel mm. like is pretty freaking nerdy. You know what's funny? I never thought of it, but goth might be the most literary uh, subculture. Yes. Goths fucking, agree. goths yes. read. I would agree with that. Um, like Me- Tina Belcher should be a goth. Yes, exactly. Um, I, I mean, <laughs> how, many, how many goths start out as horse girls? <laughs> Not me. My daddy never got a pony. Oh my God. Um, I'm very into politics, which I think can be nerdy because I was into politics before it was cool to be into politics. Same. I remember being like, uh, 14 and like staying up late to follow the like holy shit they don't know if Gore or Bush won what the fuck is happening dude I was like I was like 9 and I stayed I was 10 and I stayed up for that yeah yeah nice Um, no I'd always like hang out with my parents while they were waiting for the election results nice Um. okay so I'm trying to think of other 
So, well, you like sci-fi. You like Star Trek. You like yes. Star Wars. Yep. Yep. And you like it in. You and I are the same kind of Star Wars fan. I think you're into it a little more than I am, just because. Uh, again, uh, my podcast KYG Y two K KYG stands for Kill Your Gods because I am all about pointing out the shit that is bad and things you love. And, you know, there is something like Star Wars, like at a certain point, like if you have a mortgage, I don't think you should really be like the trilogy, like get over yourself a little bit. But I would say you were in my regard in that you haven't really followed like you didn't go see the Han Solo movie. You no, didn't go see I, Rogue Rogue One? I yeah, no, I mainly stick to the movies and it, the last three excluded. Right. So like I unapologetically like one, two, and three as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't really go beyond six. Okay. So uh, so yeah, so you, you you have more than a little nerd stuff in there. Yeah. Um I'm trying to think other subcultures. Uh oh, well, uh, oh God! Maybe if if you want to borrow this pacifier from our daughter here, <laughs> drop a little ecstasy <laughs> and dance around a little bit. What what are they even called? Ravers? I Rave guess? culture. Yeah. Rave culture. Well, t- t- I mean, you had to be a five at some point. Yeah. Um, especially because the thing with rave culture is, I started going with my friends to. Brooklyn underground shows in warehouses till like 5 a.m. And then it became more mainstream and I like kind of like dipped out of it. And then I like became friends with like a new set of people like shout out to my Philly friends who were like into going to EDM. Like that's when it crossed over to EDM. When it jumped from warehouses to festivals. Yeah. And like it went from techno to EDM. This has been a part of our relationship in that. There is a photograph that she has shown me where she's got on a fuzzy backpack and a pacifier in her mouth and she's all ready to rave. And every time I look at it, I think, (laughs) the mother of my child, how? And that's when I had my eyebrow pierced and my tongue pierced. And I was still, and you can ask Emily this, I was still a little punk kid even when I was doing that shit. Mm -hmm. Even when I was a cheerleader in high school, (laughs) still a punk kid. Joined cheerleading, everyone was like, that makes no sense for Perry. Mm -hmm. Um, stoner culture. Stoner culture. Five. Five. <laughs> what even? No, the answer to that is what even are numbers when yeah. you think about it? Yes, and now I could d- get back into it again a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I I can give you one as I uh, joked a few times. Um, but yeah, subculture, especially now that uh, bigger place in media, LGBTQ. I, I would say mark your interest, I guess, in, again, in, like, the media. I'm not saying call yourself, you're married to a man, so you're not winning queen lesbian anytime. <laughs> yeah, very No true. matter how many ballots I stuffed. I don't know. <laughs> Ugh. Maybe a three? <laughs> I just had a horrible <laughs> oh, no. thought of the ballot stuffing for queen lesbian. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, I'm just fisting those fucking ballots. Oh, God. <laughs> don't worry, guys, I won't be on the show that much. <laughs> I'm just helping out in the first one. Yeah, no, I just need someone to bounce stuff off of because no one just wants to listen to me talk at them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so those are all the big ones I can think of. And uh, yeah, so you want to be, again, the goth mom to anybody who listens where you're going to talk about remaining spooky and weird and individualistic mm-hmm. into your 30s and 40s and beyond. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
And uh, hope is to, you know, bring people on who have similar trajectories in mm. life and, you know, talk to people who are a part of the scene, talk to tattoo artists and musicians and mm. people I went to high school with to see see how they live their, their alternative lifestyle as adults. And, yeah, it should, it should be... Should be fun. Um, a bit of a survey of weirdos in Philadelphia. Okay, so what what, what kind of episodes can we expect from you in like the in in the first run of what you got going on here? While you figure out what you're doing. Hmm. So I think it would be cool to do one on like true crime. That what was that? You're fine. It's computer. Oh. Um, do one on true crime, like, cause I know a lot of people are into that and I know like, get, you know, starting from high school, you know, I had a lot of friends who were into that. Um, I think talking about tattoos, where people started getting them and why, cause that is very big in our generation that we haven't really like seen in the same way before where it's becoming more mainstream. I would like you to do a little bit of research on that one because like, uh, the the more open mindedness of tattoos is fifteen years ago. Well, not all right, twenty years ago, you wouldn't see a fucking cop with a sleeve, and now you see them all fucking time. Oh yeah, like now I feel like it's it's tattooing is weird because like in some ways it was like more alternative in previous generations because it wasn't as accepted. Mm. But now, like because so many people can get it, like. Like people of all genres have them. Right. Definitely look into uh, the insane clown posse gang case. Okay. Cause I mean, I know about that. Right. But the very base, like that was a good example where, uh, so yeah, the army still has a lot of uh, th- like, you can't have any gang tattoos right. when you come in. And then, you know, something as arbitrary as like, Hey, these, these fucking chubby white dudes in clown face paint, they're a gang now. So all of a sudden, like, there's a huge swath of people like, oh, I might get kicked out of the military because of this. Right. Like, that's a, you know, an interesting. It doesn't need to be research based. That's my bullshit. Never mind. KYGY2K. <laughs> um. <laughs> um, I'd love to do like a vegan podcast because I think that's a big alternative lifestyle. And mm-hmm. obviously, I'm vegan. Um, we haven't hit on spirituality yet, but I know that's a big thing for yes, you. Yes, absolutely. Like, in all types, because, you know, Obviously, I'm I'm witchy, but I do think a lot of like there is a lot of religion in alternative cultures. <laughs> this is going to sound like a joke to the listener, oh but like good a good example of what will come up on this podcast is which goddess should you uh, create a shrine to in order that uh, you know you get your dream house? Because we kind of exactly had to do do with that. Shout out Hestia, thank you for the house. <laughs> Which our neighbor was scared to clean around and had to put everything back in the proper altar, like, place on the altar. Um, Yeah, you know, obviously I'd love to discuss music, um, movies. I think there are going to be a couple of different ways of how I go about that. I think some some episodes are going to be, like, you know, emo-specific, but some episodes might be, okay, let's get into music as a whole, you know? So I, I... I th- I'm curious to see how it's going to flesh out and yeah, it should be a good time. Well, sounds exciting. And guess what? 
You got one subscriber right here on the couch with you. Aw, baby. I won't divorce you yet. bit my tongue, goth bitch. Blood is drawn. Thanks, guys. Look forward to entertaining you.